The League of Legends betting podcast is brought to you by my patrons at patreon.com slash gelati lol. There you can find bonus content like in-depth articles on macro trend analysis and league previews, as well as thoughts on breaking news and the podcast picks before the show is released to platforms. You also get to support your creators more directly. Patreon.com slash gelati lol. That's G-E-L-A-T-I-L-O-L. All right, welcome back. We have part two here. We have an LEC playoff match on Friday evening, or Friday afternoon, really, uh, or late morning, early afternoon. We have a best-of-five series between Fnatic and Mad Lions. Fnatic minus 241 on the money line, minus 1.5 maps at plus 102. Fnatic sweep 3-0 is at plus 325. Mad Lions are plus 193 on the money line. The plus 1.5 maps is at minus 123. The plus 2.5 is at minus 434. The minus 1.5 is at plus 418. And the Mad Lions underdog sweep is at plus 1167. So this will be the first best of five for this new look Mad Lions team. Four new people, four guys that have not played a best of five on a major stage. Some of these guys have in the uh, developmental leagues. But uh, El Yoya is the only one that has LEC best of five experience on this team. This is a really, really interesting handicap. Um, there's a couple of reasons why. So stylistically, this is this is kind of fire and ice, right? Um, I say fire and ice like Fnatic are not ice because they still have a ton of action in their games. But Fnatic definitely want to play longer, more drawn out games. They are more of a scaling and, and problem solve kind of game uh, team. Bad Lions have been jumping out to early leads on people. They've been very fast. Um, they've been winning very fast. They have one of the better graded early games in the league. Uh, G2 is really G2 and BDS are the only ones that are like in the same tier. And stylistically, that's a a matchup where I most of the time err on the side of the team with the better early game because I believe putting yourself in a better position is going to lead to more wins. Pretty straightforward. Now it doesn't always that that's not always the case because you know we see teams that just can't close. But Mad Lions have a 75% closing rate with a lead at 20 minutes so far in the LEC this season. Now, that said, Fnatic have been an extraordinarily difficult team to close against. Even in a lot of their losses, um, almost more than 85% of Fnatic's losses have graded as quality losses this season. So they're keeping games close. They're keeping games winnable. Um, they have a deficit at 20 at about 40% of their games, but they don't have a significant deficit very often at all. Uh, less than 6% of their games. It's worth pointing out, um, this is by design. Um, in, in, in a lot of ways, Fnatic are kind of playing the Hanwha school of League of Legends this season. They are, for whatever reason, they that's just how they've decided to play, which is a little bit of a departure from what they were doing last year. But they are more than willing to stall into the mid-game, scale up, and just say that we'll have better macro than you in the late game. So they're the ice Midlines of the fire. Um, obviously, Fnatic have the experience advantage. I think you need to give some sort of qualitative bump to them in this evaluation. But as I discussed in my, you know, extensive write-up on this on the Patreon for this um, for this matchup, there's even if you do a qualitative bump in favor of Fnatic and a substantial one, if you want to do it that way. I have a hard time getting to this price, like just using the performance data that we've seen. And, you know, I'm, I had a really, really hard time not backing Mad Lions here. But this is, and I'll admit this is a little bit of intuition. 
But I just have a hard like I think over the course of a best of five, Fnatic is gonna find enough ways to stymie the early game, install these games out, and get there. So I, I don't really like Mad Lions on the money line. It certainly happened. I actually think it's probably a little bit more likely than the market number, but I like to play with like I'm only gonna bet a side on this if I think it has a bigger edge than that. And I think it's pretty close. Like we're talking like you know, one or two percent at most. I usually like to play edges that are bigger than that for money lines and you know, even then, it's not my best. Uh, it's not my best angle for betting uh, league. You know, I do okay with them, but for the most part, like I kill it in props, and sides are usually only small break even, or or you know, once in a while I'll do well on them. So, the reason I bring this up is because um, my models actually made Mad a short favorite. Both models made Mad a short favorite. The correlated model made them this match essentially a pick em, and the, the OG model, which puts a little bit more weight on objective control and everything and uh, early game, made Mad a minus-125 favorite. I think realistically, if I was making a market on this for people to bet into, I'd probably make it something like minus-185, minus-190, something something in that minus-180 to minus-200 range, like 65%. 65% is plus 186, so... I'd probably make it like 65-35, like no vig, and then you'd obviously have to have juice to it. So like, if I've if I'm making this like a 65-35 no vig market, uh, just based on qualitative adjustments I'm making to model data, then you know the the market price, which is like right around there, is just not a play. It's just a pass, unfortunately. Uh, I will say like, I'm much more leaning to the side of mid lines in this one than I am fanatic. Um. You know, if you want to take some long shots on this, I did not play anything yet in this. I actually, you know, I've, I've looked pretty thoroughly at it, but I think if you made me play something in this match, I would probably just do a very small wager on a long shot, like Fnatic 3-2, to Exacta, like that kind of thing. But um, as of right now, I'm not playing anything in this match. I think, you know, I looked... When you have a situation like this where the where the side price seems pretty fair, but you definitely think it's going to be a competitive series, there's a couple different ways you can go about playing the competitive angle, right? In this case, like the first thing that comes to mind is um, like underdog kill spreads, right? Now it's a lot harder to play the kill spread game in a best of five because unless you're going to play it on every map, then you're paying the juice three times. Um, you could play it on the first map or just the first map that they have side choice if you'd like to. But again, if they upset on map one, then that gets kind of thrown for a loop. So I don't mind doing that in best of threes. I don't like doing it as much in best of fives. But if you want to play map one, I, I don't hate that. The other thing that comes to mind is kill total overs because usually there's, as I've discussed a lot over the past week or so, there's a strong correlation between underdog wins and kill total overs. Both these teams have been over teams. Fnatic are averaging more than 32 kills a game. Mad are, you know, getting toward 29. The thing is, the line is set at 29 and a half. So you could you could make a case for, like, okay, it just should be, you know, two over teams, games that could be competitive and back and forth. The kind of games Fnatic play are definitely kill total over games, but... That's a very, very high total. Like, just for comparison here, I'm, I'm doing this live on the air. I have not uh, I have not actually looked. All right, here we go. So, in the games where Fnatic are favored, the average kill total, like the market total, has been 26.8. This is a 29.5. 29.5 kill total is very, very high. And, you know, like, it could very easily go over, and it wouldn't shock me. The thing is, though, 
when Mad Lions win, it tends to be fast, furious, and done and over with. So if you think Mad are going to win some games in this, you know, more than half their, like, if you, if you allocate, like, let's say 70, 60, 70% of their, of their wins are, like, under, like, fast wins, like, under time total, under neutral objectives, fast wins, then you don't want to get involved with kill total overs in those situations. And then vice versa, if you think Fnatic wins, you want to get involved in overs, but you don't want to get involved with neutral unders and time total unders. So, you know, if you want to get really, really saucy and play some goofy parlays or something, most places don't let you parlay within the same series, but, like, you could play, like, Fnatic and the over, like, kill totals over on the maps that you think they win, and you could play, like, Mad Lions and time total or neutral objective under... Uh, or neutral objective unders when you think Mad are going to win and maybe kill total or kill spreads or something like that. I'm not going to get that cute with any of this stuff. I looked and looked and looked and, you know, there, there's some stuff that's interesting and maybe worth playing, but I, I think I'm just going to end up passing on this series. I made no plays. If you, if I absolutely had to play something, I would probably play like Mad Lions plus one and a half maps or something like that, maybe a sprinkle on the money line. I, I really do think this is probably going to go four or five games and I think it could go either way I think if it goes that late though like I don't know if it's probably advantageous to Fnatic with all their experience and this is a team that makes good adjustments as well so uh, like maybe maybe Mad Lions in the first two games or something like that you hope to split a money line you hope to get one of the one of the first two maps and then you just take your 40 cents or whatever it is what's the map I'm trying to think what the map money line is here map money line right now is about plus 141 so like you could do like mad lions map one money line mad lions map two money line hope you get one of those and collect your you know 40 cents on two dollars investment you know it's like uh, that's not bad you know i like i'm kind of talking myself into that play because i really i really really don't think mad are going to get 3-0'd like i just i I don't think it's going to happen so and I really think, like, if they're going to win this series, it's because they catch Fnatic off guard and they blow them open in, in one of these first two games. So, you know what? I've actually talked myself into that. We're going to do exactly that. We're going to play one unit each on map one and map two for Mad Lions with the goal of hopefully collecting, you know, 41 cents or whatever it is on, on a net 41 on hitting one of those. Okay? So we're going to play maps one and map two. Mad Lions plus 141, map money line for map one and map money line for map two for one unit each. Just a heads up, um, what I'm going to be doing is I'll be releasing a the LCK show for Saturday morning slate, Friday afternoon or early Friday morning. Since the LEC match is going to be happening and we don't know who the opponent is going to be, I'm not going to be able to get a podcast out for the LEC match until later on Friday night or early Saturday morning. I'm actually going to be out of town. I have a dinner to go to um, with some family, and uh, I probably won't be home until about 1 o'clock in the morning Eastern, and I'll probably, you know, by then I'll have all the data updated, and I'll have a, a matchup to break down and discuss and I'll have a chance to comb over the VODs for stuff I don't see I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to watch all of this match live tomorrow but just in case I don't um, so you can expect a an LCK slate 
for actually I'll do LCK and probably LCS as one podcast for Saturday. And then I'll do LEC as like a separate one, just like this, but probably come out like much later, like a very, very early Saturday morning, like, you know, two, three o'clock before the LCK slate starts. I will see you guys then and good luck.